Christmas movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful old building alone! In jail. Go on home. They're waiting for you. All right. Christmas Day, Pastor Michael. Here is your question. Why was Jesus born in a manger? And after all, what is a manger? I love it. Merry Christmas, Village Church. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, Let's get some things straight for a moment. Jesus was not born in a manger. No. <laughs> so a Mary manger. did not go in the manger yeah. to have baby. Uh, she's like, where should I go to have this child? How about a feeding trough? Um, no, that did not happen. So the manger, which really is a dumb word um, because it doesn't translate to any kind of like common usage at all. But a manger is basically a feeding trough for mm-hmm. animals. And so when Jesus was born, um, maybe in a stable, maybe in some kind of um, open room that had access to the outside, we don't know. Um, what we do know is that... <clears throat> that the place where Jesus was born was barn-ish, mm-hmm. and the place where he was laid was called a manger, which is a feeding trough. And so um, why was Jesus the King of kings, the Lord of lords, God incarnate? Um, why was he born in a stable and then laid in, in a manger? And, um, and so here's the most simple answer I think that we could possibly give. Every detail surrounding the birth of Jesus was orchestrated and organized by God to communicate the purpose for Jesus's first coming. Uh, The Jews wanted a warrior who would take down Rome, who would win back the nation. He'd be a king who would rule in Jerusalem on the throne of David. And and, and that will happen eventually uh, at the second coming of Jesus. But the first coming um, has a very specific um, purpose distinct from that. And so all of these details, this lowliness born around animals, born of a virgin teenager, um, born in Bethlehem, this really kind of insignificant town of maybe 100 or 200 people at best and born outside, laid in a feeding trough. All of this is to communicate the humility of Jesus Christ. Jesus came as a servant to die. He did not come in the first advent or the first coming to be a king, to be exalted. He came as a servant to die on the cross for the sins of everybody who would trust in him. And so what we see is that God is communicating that Jesus Christ is humble. He has laid aside the privileges of deity, and he has come to seek and to save the lost, the broken sinners. And uh, I, I just personally love this picture of Jesus. It shows us also that Jesus is approachable. He is available. He understands us. There are so many side benefits to this, but primarily Jesus was born in a manger to make it clear that he is a humble king. He is a suffering servant. But the second advent, he will come in power, in victory, with angels, with armies, and he will obliterate every single one of his enemies. So Amen. Jesus is a victorious king, and that's what the second advent is about. But the first advent is about his humility and his coming to seek and to save the rest. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel the teacher's a liar. <laughs> That's right. Pastor Michael, it makes for such a great movie. This feels 
This feels doctrinally incorrect. <laughs> uh, does anybody at all know what this song means? I don't. I have no idea. I don't even know how to say the title. Old Lang Syne? But we always sing it. Singing along, listeners. Bah humbug.